Hey, and welcome to two. <clears throat> I've already lost the respect of the of the listener. Do you ever do that when you're in school and your voice breaks and everyone just goes fucking ah? You lose. You've just lost life. I've said this before on other podcasts, but um, I may as well say it again on mine. Um, or rather, I've told this story. I once had the two worst things that you could ever happen in school is one, your voice breaks while you're asking a question or you're talking to the teacher. The second thing is calling the teacher dad accidentally or ma'am. You know, you're like, ma'am, oh, I mean sore, oh, Ah, um. Well, I had the I had the double. I had that the most embarrassing, fucking overlapping Venn diagram, where I I put my hand up, and I said, "Ma'am, I mean, sir." My voice broke as I called him "Ma'am." Worst day in my life. Um. But hey, they are the best days. They do say, actually, do you know what? They're not. They say, oh, these are the best days of your life. But they're not. Uh, they're great. You know. I think people, I think most people are just deeply, deeply unhappy. Parents, anyway. And so they're the best years of your life. I tell you, the best year of me life was getting fucking frigged out of it without giving permission at a disco. That's essentially what they're saying because it was a different time back then. I've started off wrong. And this is a perfect way to segue into what this show is. Um, hello, everyone. And welcome to Tony Cantwell's Absolute Shit Show. It's Tony Cantwell's Shit Show. That was your ma saying that, by the way. Because, you know, it wasn't a great time. If a woman says that, if a woman says they were the best years of her life, then, oof, take your mammy on a cruise because she's not having a good time. I, I drank too much. That's what this voice is. I got a little bit excited. I was at a friend's uh, friend's concert. It was a gig, but I want to sound like a forty-eight-year-old man. Even that, as a reference, is old because when I say, "Oh, I sound like a forty-year-old," I'm a thirty-two-year-old man. You know, I'm still saying that like I'm seventeen, and forty is moments from death. We went to a concert there in Fibbers. Went to a big concert in Fibbers there. I'm a 40-year-old man. Did you enjoy that slurp? Does any of this make sense? Anyway, I was on the pints. Um, and I I genuinely have, have, have cut down quite a lot in my in my alcohol intake in, in recent years. Did 26 days on the trot. No boozing when I was in Edinburgh. No big deal. Look, and I'm not trying to make a big deal about it. But I did 26 days on the trot. 
without without drinking. Um, I haven't done that since. I've maybe done five um, without having something since then. You know, the odd four day, the odd five day here and there. Um, anyway, look, I was on the pints and I bumped into my, my pal Lee Brown. Um, and he spotted me with my pints and he said, fucking amateur. And I looked at him and he was holding balls and he was dead right. They're long gigs, you know what I mean? They are long gigs. Um, but anyway, watch the old, uh, watch the old toy show. What is he? Oh man, what is was Tubbs fucking smoking, man? He must be smoking something to get through that night. <laughs> I'd say the green room was like the end of fucking Scarface, man. I know. I reckon. I reckon what he's doing is he's taking those um, five-hour energy drinks. You know those little energy shots, um, and they'll fuck you up. Like they'll fuck you up. They'll fuck you up more than any bloody coca, the Colombian coca militia. Sound like a guy from Star Wars. I'm loving my voice at the moment. I think it's all. I had a, a few pints, as you know, on Saturday. <sighs> I just told you that. I already told you that. I already told you about the pints. Um. Yeah, I'm loving this voice. I, I'll, I'll do a different um, episode about about Star Wars, about um the upcoming film and the existing. Unbe-fucking-leavable show, The Mandalorian, which I've obviously yet to see because Disney Plus isn't out here until March. But anyway, I'll talk about that in a different episode. What I do want to talk about, guys, is um, a little thing called The Late Late Show. And look, you're probably going to be like, Tony, that was last week, right? But I'm trying to be on trend and I've realized that, you know, I, I don't have to wait. I'm shouting. I'm so sorry. I'm shouting at you here. Is I don't need to wait for inspiration to uh, to befall me. Um, You know, if I want to talk about... Man, if I want to fucking talk about the Late Late Toy Show a, wee, a week after it was out, then I fucking will. I couldn't fucking review it before it happened, could I? Well, I could have done a retrospective. Anyway, um... So I was watching. I'm sure you've seen the the toy show now. Well, it's been it's been full of its memes, right? But this year, the fucking the kids won over. I mean, obviously, you, you see a rapping kid, you see a farmer kid. You know, it's like Gremlins two. There's Flower Child. There's you know Fruit and Vegetable Child. There's fucking you know Bat Child. Whatever it is, you you, you always have, and and you know they're all very memeable. They're all very memeable. You can, you know, you're posting things about it. John Joe, you know, you have kids like John Joe popping up, the the horologist, every so often. So the kids always steal the show. Um, and that's not what you're there to slag. You know, you're there to slag Ryan, attempting to do a very, very difficult job. <laughs> and uh, with so many moving tech pieces, um, you're there to slag the, the camera, not panning on time. Um, and just kind of, you know, but I, you can, you could, it's a difficult one to do this year. 
like I was listing all the children here and I was giving them a star rating um, and I still have given them all star ratings and we'll 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 get into that now um we will get into that but um but I found it very difficult you know I was I'm going to be perfectly honest guys I was a whimpering like a big child I was whimpering even there was one bit where Ryan said um he just said that I think for the first time ever uh, there's going to be sign language, live sign language for this for this Late Late Toy Show. Um, and then he said something else about there being like sign language for bedtime stories or something like that. And he just said, because every child deserves to be able to hear a bedtime story. And that's, that set me off. That fucking set me off. And this is before... Anyway, we'll get into it. I do have some criticisms. These are my notes here. Because when you're a professional uh, satirist like me, you have to write things down. Uh, first things first, right? The intro to this thing. Um, first things first, right? Yeah, uh, sponsored by Frozen. I am. I don't know how on board I am. I'm sure you've heard my criticism of Disney in the past. Um, I don't know how on board would I with. I don't know how on board I am with uh, Disney getting the rights to our greatest national resource, natural national resource, the Late Late Toy Show. It was sponsored by Frozen. And Frozen's in the bloody cinema. So you're going to watch that and it's all going to be Frozen. And he was there was about 20,000 Olafs, you know. Um, I don't know how... I'm not very happy with that. I think you can't just... I mean, this is shite patter. This is shite patter, what I'm talking about here. I haven't really thought about it. All I'm saying is you can't be fucking selling uh, the toy show and making it a sponsor. You know what I mean? I mean, I know it's already sponsored by everything. I know it's a walking ad for Smiths and that other, whatever it's called, something Ken Black Toys or whatever like that, which I thought, I thought was a fucking tool company, isn't it? Ken Black Toys and they sell fucking drills and all there. Well, they must do toys now. Anyway, uh Toy Show kicks off. They're all sitting in the Stella Theater watching all the highlights, which, to be fair, was a nice touch. I was like, all right, yeah, there were some really nice moments. Kids being surprised by their by their uh, sports stars and heroes. Um, it, I tell you, it, it just makes seeing kids getting excited when they can handle it. When the kids can't handle it, I'm like, okay, get your, get your fucking shit together, kid. You know, this is fucking this is Roy Keane we're talking about here. Don't waste his fucking time. By whimpering or, or or that little chap with the fucking girls allowed years ago, and he was like, "Do you want to say anything to them?" And he's like, "No." Do you want to go with them? No. Watch that video if you haven't seen it. I can't wait. Obviously, when I'm um, so famous as I'm brought in as a guest, like a Shane Lowry or a Katie Taylor, I can't wait till I'm on their level. Um, and that's all I'm doing. I'm just I'm just can't wait. I'm not doing any extra work. I just can't wait until I am, because I'm a bloody millennial, huh? Anyway, uh, but that'd be fun, wouldn't it? I'd get brought on, and there's some kid, and he's, like, making little shit videos. And then he's, like, uh, and then and then be like, oh, what, what, how would you get into the videos? Well, I saw Tony Cowell and the soft, soft drink, and um, and I thought that was really fun. And and do you like, do you like Tony, do you? I love Tony. I think he's great. I especially love, uh, he does the plane, and I love, um, I love his, uh, his kind of, 
almost real interpretation of a South County Dublin father in his portrayal of Homer Simpson. Um, but he has enough references in there to keep the masses really interested in it. And uh, what would you do if you if you saw if you saw Tony? Oh, I don't know why I do. Anyway, anyway, show us this Lego. Oh, what? What's that from behind? And then I come out having done um, proper like fucking surgery on my face to look exactly like Plume, like proper like like bone grafts, and I come out with a big wide head. And I'm like, do you want a soft drink, man? And he's like. So that's hopefully a couple of years' time. Um, so what I liked about the intro video was Ryan's there in the Stella watching uh, clips and he's having a good time to himself and then all the kids run in and he starts rolling his eyes. This sets the precedent for The Late Late Show. The story of this show is this man who could easily be a boy uh, hates children. And that's the kind of overarching theme that's what you just need to keep in mind for the duration of the show this man hates kids what kind of trouble is he going to get himself into anyway we go into the first uh the first segment um where <laughs> where ryan tubert he's dancing as a snowman with a bit of paper in his mouth to make it look like he's got teeth and i couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying he was the dump this summer. I can't fight the third of summer. It was I know that was part of the gag. And it tickled me. So, you know, uh, no faux pas there. It was a gig on per it was a it was a gag on purpose and it was funny. Anyway, uh the first child, uh he finishes his bit. Um this is what I wrote down as well. Um abuse. I was trying to list all the abuse. And unfortunately, there was only two main pieces of abuse, uh, child abuse from from Ryan this year. Um, The first was just leaning on a child's head, just puts his elbow on a child to prop himself up. Great job, Ryan. Um, And yet again, I do not like um, all these frozen puns on the toy show, on on my beloved toy show. you Disney do not have Disney do not have our natural resources of the toy show. Um, right, Harry. Harry was um, Harry's the first kid. Harry was the kid who had the glasses, uh, who was wearing a Buzz Lightyear helmet that was fucking bet onto him. It looked like a meme of a cat putting his head in a jar. This kid, his face was fucking mashed into the helmet, and he had glasses. So I know that wasn't um, comfortable for him. Um, they had a fart off, um, maybe some sort of, you know, uh, fetish thing was going on here. There was a fart off. There was a lot of talks about farts. Uh, there was a bit where, oh, I don't know why I said fetish. I didn't even feel comfortable saying it there. There was no fetish. There was nothing sexually untoward towards any of these kids. He's not a pedo. Why can't we just accept the fact that a man can fucking hang out? You know, in Denmark, there's like, you know, you know, people are just hanging out, hanging out with kids. Like, I don't mean that, but like, I remember I was in Denmark and I was hanging out with these skaters and they were like, okay, man. And they were like smoking weed and they were like, all right, now we're just going to fuck around with these kids now for a while. And they just, well, they just went over and we're teaching these kids how to skate. And there was like such a nice kind of, there's no divide here. There's no adults are the enemy. You need to fucking watch your neighbor. You need to fucking shoot your neighbor dead for taking a picture of your child going down a fucking slide. It's not, it's not like that in Denmark. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I've had a bit, I've had a, a lot of coffee here. Um, anyway, uh, 
people are not pedos. Well, there's some people are pedos. Oh, what am I talking about? There wasn't a fetish. He was just having a silly fart competition with a boy. That's all I'm talking about. Jesus Christ. Why am I so hard on myself? Anyway, um, there was a bit where Harry and Ryan rolled around on a bed of um, whoopee cushions. Um, anyway, I give the, I give the segment three stars. I give the segment three stars. Harry um, had no control over himself. Um, clearly didn't respect uh, the mantle of um, Late Late Toy Show. Guest, and I give him three stars out of a possible five. The next child was uh, Ella. Ella was a little girl playing golf. Um, I had given her four stars. She was doing a bit where she was chipping balls into a little bucket or whatever, a little net. Um, but she missed one. So it was four stars and now three stars. Sorry about that, Ella. Shane Lowry came out. Sugar Shane Lowry, who is the fucking cuddliest, gorgeous man. Um, and Ella was Ella was one of these kids who didn't really know how to handle it. Right. Ella, um, Ella didn't give us what we wanted, which was the oh my god, and like not knowing how to handle her emotions, she just shut down. She just shut down like a robot. Um, do you like Shane Lowry? Yeah. And um, are you excited about going to the Irish Open and being his VIP guest? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I fucking go now, please? Uh, next up, we had MC Tiny. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have my sound effects in front of me. Uh, MC Tiny was a little rapping fella. Uh, from from Cork and uh, uh, MC Tiny, also known as Darren, and this is the uh, Old Town Road bit, which the whole bit fucking five stars, and MC Tiny, aka Darren, fucking five stars as well. And let me tell you why he, because he had a, his rap. They clearly let him. It was his own rap, and it was clearly written by a child. It was like I'm because he, he doesn't have a, a horse. He has got a donkey. So he was like taking that, <laughs> riding my donkey down the road, ride, 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 and he just kept screaming, ride, 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 with me donkey, um, and it was fucking brilliant. I just loved it. Um, and then and then it turned into, and then it turned into like a. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in actually. I'll cut in a bit of it here. Down the back road, my bike just went wonky. I had to get home, so I hopped on a donkey. And then the kids just coming out and coming out to the jig. I one of my favourite things is, well, nah, it's not. It's I was going to say one of my favourite things in the world is kids coming out to dance beats um, uh, and doing a jig on top of them, doing a little Irish dance. Um, and I, I love to see it, but it's not one of my favourite things in the world. I need to find, I need to get a thesaurus or read more books because I have a tendency to say, I fucking love when, or I fucking hate when, or oh, one of my least favorite things is seeing one of my, because all I'm really trying to do is just point out an observation and I'm fucking, I'm meant to be a professional comedian. I need to figure out ways of, of doing that anyway. Um, Old Town Road, and most importantly, MC Tiny, Darren from Cork. Ride, 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 ride. Ride, ride, ride. Um, it was like, yeah. Anyway, five stars. Great job. Um, 
better than Harry and better than Ella so far. Next up, sorry, I'm going to pour myself a bit of coffee. We do not edit these podcasts. We do not edit. So you just have to listen to it as, as I go. Um, right. Triplets. Three lads. Um, let's see. Uh, you had uh, triplets coming out and they had... Um, they were wearing little costumes, these triplets. Um, now, there were, you hear triplets, you think babies. These were about seven or eight or something like that. And they were wearing these little headdresses that were attached to mittens. And two of the lads were dinosaurs and one of the lads was a shark. And then Ryan was like, oh, I want one of those costumes. And they give him uh, a unicorn. And Ryan reacts like, uh, I actually don't want to wear that. And he was like, oh, do you have another one? What's wrong with the unicorn? Huh? Was he insinuating that wearing the unicorn would be somehow effeminate or gay? Was he saying that? I'm not wearing that unicorn. Why? Because it's gay. And I don't like gay people. Is that what he was saying? Now, to be fair to him, he did put it on. But I don't appreciate the hesitation. He should be celebrating putting on a unicorn as much as he he should uh, a dinosaur. Obviously, you know, he did have a gender-fluid kid. uh, Well, potentially a gender-fluid kid uh, on the show later. And he was also saying... It was very progressive. Anyway, but still, he did put it on. Uh, But I didn't like the hesitation. You know? Because then it's a kid watching that being like, But Daddy, why isn't he putting on... Daddy, why isn't he putting on the unicorn headdress? I would pick the unicorn headdress first. Is there something wrong with me? Anyway, I give the triplets four stars. Christmas tree woman. Ryan did a good bit of crowd work here. Right. Uh, He was doing uh, something for everyone in the audience. A woman shouted ahead of time and he brought her up to the stage. Uh, And he actually fucking dragged her onto the stage. She almost fell over. Uh, But good bit of crowd work shows he's in control. This seemed like the most in control, I have to say. I was impressed by him. And I'm not, you know, I think he's I think he is the best host uh, of of the Late Late Show, uh, hands down, and possibly one of the better uh, hosts uh, on on Irish hosts uh, in history. There, I said, I met Ryan Tuberty once. I was doing the Young Scientist competition. Now, I actually didn't have anything in the Young Scientist competition, but we went there for the day and we went up to one of the um, empty stalls and we just put something up for a laugh. Um, We put. We, we put a big thing. It was just, we, we got there early. We knew we had to be there for the whole day. And so we put up on this empty board, um, an empty stall. We had your lungs on Tato. And we had, a empty, we had a picture of Tato and we had a crushed up bit of tinfoil. And we just written on marker, pointing at the tinfoil, your lungs after eating a multi-pack of Tato. And then breaking down all these fake carcinogens we had made up. And then when people came up to us, we were just fucking ad-libbing. We were like, look, we did the research. We know what Tato does to your lungs. Um, we know it's 10 times worse than than, than you for sm- uh, than smoking. Uh, pardon. Um, we know smoky bacon uh, is is the worst flavor for your lung. Oh, look at that. Airplane mode off. Um, we know that smoky bacon is one of the worst flavors. Um, and we were just fucking bullshitting until some lad came along and he was like, get the fuck out of here. You're obviously not um, obviously not a contestant in the Young Scientist competition. Um, but Ryan Tuberty was hosting that year. And he pro- this was, he's like 46 now. So he must have been younger than me when I met him. Because um, this was easily about 15, 16 years ago. Um, 
and he came around and I was a big uh, autograph hound back then. I would get everyone's autograph um, just to say that I that I met them. Uh, and I didn't have any paper, so I said, Ryan, can I have your autograph? And the only thing I had in my in my bag was a copy of A Clockwork Orange that I was reading at the time. And his fucking eyes lit up, and he said, oh my God, A Clockwork Orange, my favorite book of all time. And I was like, yeah, fucking right. Really, you? You're, I thought you were an L7, brah. I thought you were L7, brah. I thought you were a fucking tall drink of water, corporate drink of water. I don't know what that means, but you know what I mean? I thought he was a square. But it turned up. It turned out he was turned on, and he wrote something. Uh, all the best, Maloko. Something I don't know. I never fucking read the book. I was just carrying it around. I was carrying the book around so that if girls were ever, if I was ever in a room with a girl, um, I would sit in the corner reading it, praying she'd come over to me and be like, "What are you reading?" And I'd be like, um, "Did you ever hear Stanley Kubrick? You swine." Um, it's difficult, difficult to stand out then, you know. Anyway, um, that's when I met Ryan, and hopefully not the last time. When, he, as, as I said, when he has me out after having reconstructive surgery to look like Plune, to scare the fucking bejesus out of some poor child. Jenny and Rebecca, ah, oh, Jenny and Rebecca. I mean, this was when the whimpering started because of how good. I don't know who which was which, but the older sister was there was Jenny, and then there was Rebecca. Um, one of them was a, a little girl with Down syndrome, and then the other girl was like a, re- a really good big sister. You know, bringing her around, showing her all these bits. But I tell you, I think it was Jenny. Um, I don't know. Well, anyway, the, the young girl with Downs was fucking loving the fact that Ryan was getting his face blasted with bubbles. She had a bit of a wild streak, and I, I thought that was great. Bit of a dark streak. Um, um, but they were spraying bubbles in Ryan's face, and it was great. Although, not much patter, so I do still have to only give them three out of a possible five stars. Okay? So if you're listening, Jenny and Rebecca, um, that's that's the case. Also, there was a lovely singing boy. There was a lovely singing boy. Uh, should I also say what this... Do people even fucking know what the Late Late Toy Show is? Um, the the singing, you know, kids will just sing. Kids will just do their best to sing well. And they're usually not great. Um, the rest of the singing... Well, up to this point, the singing hadn't been great. Apart from um, MC Tiny. Uh, ride, 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 ride! My donkey! Um... The singing hadn't been great. I'm not having a go at Elsa at the top of the show, but she wasn't as good as this singing boy. So this singing boy as well, Ryan seemed really like he was crying at how good this boy was singing um, and then said that the parents were in New York, so they couldn't even be there for him. Thought they'd bring out the parents. Didn't. Anyway, um, so I had given the singing boy five stars because I was particularly impressed by um, his range. Until fucking Tom came along. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Tom. Let's talk about lovely knitwear Tom. The little boy who also looked a little bit like Alfalfa. Um, speaking of rivals of the other lad. Um, Tom the little singing. No, he wasn't a singing boy. Tom the best boy with the knitwear. He and his, and his nanny Pat. Um, Tom who is into Sylvanian families. Right. I would have loved to get into Sylvanian families. See, these are the things like I wish I had just been honest and said, ma'am, I want to get into Sylvanian families, 
I should have been scoring lads in college. I didn't. I fucked it. Now I'm married to a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I'm obviously happy. You know what I mean? I'm happy I am. I, you know, I, I, well, I prefer boobs. <clears throat> but, you know, I should have just tried a few things. You know what I mean? I should have tried Sylvanian families. I should have tried getting spooned by a man. Um, and I want, um, you know, a friend of mine played with Barbies and I'd slag him, but I'd slag him behind his back and then I'd go around and I'd play with his Barbies. I wanted, I liked miniature versions of things. Okay. I wanted little mini dressers. I wanted to put little things in them. It wasn't about being gay or bi. It was just about not, there you are fucking, there's airplane mode again. It wasn't about that. Anyway, so when I'm not I'm not assuming any kind of, you know, orientation for Tom here, but the fact that he was just unapologetically into Slovenian families and his knitting, I was like, fucking good on you, boy. Good on you. Um. So anyway, the reason I bring this up directly, obviously he followed the singing boy, is I'd given the singing boy five stars. But then Tom came along and I have written in my notes here, Tom, best boy, five stars with an arrow going up to the singing boy, crossing out one of his stars. The singing boy gets ducked. And you can hear me there. I'm scribbling at the star. Because you do not. You're not a five star. If Tom's a five star boy, then singing boy, you ain't shit. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It just means you're also not a five star boy. Um, Then Nanny Pat came out. Bit of shite part from Nanny Pat, you know. Obviously, she came out. She was looking well. Um, she was, you know, she whatever. She was. It was good crack. But um, she was just not. She was just like, oh yes, oh he's very good. Yeah. She didn't give us anything like, I'd fucking die for the boy or anything like that. You know what I mean? Little sound bites. So Nanny Pat only gets three. Tom's the best boy. He gets five stars. Nanny Pat only gets three stars. And on we go. Right. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Tom did a little bit of a... Tom did a, a, a jig. Um, and let me tell you something about fucking Late Late Show audiences. These motherfuckers are the whitest people when it comes to clapping. There's something so fucking aggressive when Late Late Show people clap. It's so, it's it's on the wrong beat. It's like, and not to be like you know, black people clap like this because I don't think I, I I you know, I think if you put a bunch of black people into the late late toy show audience, they they acclimatize and they start clapping the you know, I'm not going to say that the white people would make them clap a different way. I don't know why I started talking like this. All I'm saying is that, you know, Americans, American black people, whatever. I'm not saying as a whole. You know what I mean. When you see, you know, there's like there's a clap on the downbeat and there's a clap on the upbeat. And Late Late Show, I shouldn't have brought race into this. Anyway, the Late Late Show people clap like... Like there's no beat for you to be able to get into that. You know what I mean? And when you see historically black people clapping better, it's normally on the downbeat. Do... But I don't boom 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 boom. You know what I mean? If they're clapping to Zap and Roger, I shouldn't have brought this up. Anyway, then you had um, uh, then you had uh, a bit of a anyway. Tom, great job. 
you've you are you're still no John Joe, but you're up there. Next we had Magnificent Molly and the Outstanding Ushin. This was I fucking was cracking up at how shite their magic was. I thought it was genius. I thought it was absolute genius. Um they were doing all these like shit tricks where he'd like put a one finger up, put a blanket over it, reveal it and two, but he was just selling everything. I was very impressed with Oshin. Molly, his little assistant, did, and I, I hope you, and I, you won't. She won't mind me saying this. Did fuck all. This child did fuck all. Uh, Oshin, I know she's your, uh, she's your sister, but you need to drop that bitch. You need to drop that bitch like a fucking bad cold man. You need to drop her like a fucking cartoon anvil. Yeah, you are clearly the talent in this uh, magic show. And this, what was she, four? Yeah, she's just too young. She's just not good enough, man. Um, and if you want me to get into my agents, maybe we're, you know, but you got to drop that bitch. Um, I'm only messing. She, you know, you know, I'm doing a bit here. You know, I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. The child is not a bitch. Um, and great bit of power. Um, so anyway, that the magic show I did give five stars, um, but I had to I had to take two stars off because Molly was so shite. So the magic show only got three stars. Um, really, really good stuff, uh, and a great bit of patter where he said uh, Ryan was like, "Hey, Ushin, how long have you been doing magic since the summer holidays?" Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Was laughing alone, which is not an easy thing to do because I was watching it on my own. Um. Let's see here. I didn't write anything down. Ryan Gallagher. I didn't write anything down. All I wrote down was shite patter. Um, and sound man. Fuck's sake. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. If you want to let me know, um, please, please do. Ah, oh, and then, of course, Sophie. Sophie. Sophie, who... Um, was it Sophie? Yeah, it was Sophie. Sorry, I was confusing... Sophie with Sophia, who also comes up later in the show. And I tell you, it must be something to do with the Sophs, because I was bowling. Um, bowling, not like, you know. Anyway, Sophie, five-star child. Five-star after five-star. She was the loveliest child. She was just so courteous and so nice. And this is the child who had the brother in Crumlin Hospital, I think, who had, who was only five and has leukemia. And she's obviously... Just had to, you know, just, you know, uh, obviously hasn't had her parents around, visiting the hospital quite a lot. And she was just so grateful. She was just so unbelievably grateful. That's fucking great parents on, on, on Sophie. She wanted to go see School of Rock. And then as soon as she didn't even know where she was going, she didn't even know where she was going. And Ryan just says, you and your ma are going to a trip to London. Right. And even then, her face just like lit up. She couldn't even fathom the idea that she was getting something. And I was crying like a big child into McGatney's face. Uh, I was absolutely in ribbons. And then she obviously she was overcome as well. She clearly knew that I was crying um, and for moral support, uh, cried along with me. Um, I thought Sophie was lovely. Great job. Great job, Sophie. Best, best girl. And yeah. And yeah, it was very. Um, and also, she and she skimmed, totally skimmed over. She was showing off super progressive Barbies. There was a trans Barbie. There was a, a Barbie with a prosthetic leg. There was a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Judge Barbie. You know, 
like, so not only is she sound, she's woke as well, you know. So great job, Sophie. Five stars. Then you had, um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have Cahill and Rye, three stars. I don't really remember him, but I, the note I have written down here is big shouty cunt. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was doing a driving game. Yeah, and he's like, me ma doesn't get out of bed. <laughs> Ratting on the ma. Ratting on the ma. Um, and look, we've all been there. My ma, to be fair to that one time. She goes, um, uh, she just knocks into me in the morning. She, she, she was still in bed one morning and we were meant to get ready for school and it was just freezing. I think she was just freezing and it was just like, oh. So we knocked into her and was like, ma, like, what's, what's the story? Like, you giving us a lift to school? And then she goes, um, no, no, look. How about we all just take a day off today? We were like, yay! And then I, I ran into bed and I was like, this is the best, best day. It's easy to treat your children. Just fucking keep, keep them on the mitch uh, every, every so often. And I was like, fucking yes! And then um, I got into bed. And then my brother, who was a fucking swat, was like, ma'am, I have a tech exam. I, I, need, I need to go into school. You have to bring me to school. And then, and then, she, <laughs> and then she was like, uh, "Right, fine." And then I, she was like, "Right, Tony, we, we are actually going to school." And I was like, "No, no, you said no, no." And there was no talking me out of it. I got to stay home. And then while she was driving my brother to school, she was furious with him, and she was like, "Why can't you be like your brother? <laughs> Why can't you be like your fucking layabout brother, who somehow conned me into getting the day off school?" Um, so I totally get what you're saying, Carl. Sometimes Mammy does not want to get up. Um, sorry, ma'am. I'm not. This, this, this was a once-off. My ma, for them, you know, you know, my ma every single day dropped us up to school. Um, next you had Sophia, Sophia, and I tell you, another fucking five-star child is Sophia. Sophia had a fucking message for the bullies. Sophia, you know, she was she, she had a, a really cool short haircut. You know, she was wearing Pikachu. She was wearing a tracky gear. You know, I mean, it's crazy. You know, I, I don't know if she's gender fluid or or you know how she chose to identify as herself. I think she's just Sophia. She's a girl, and she just you know just dresses a bit traditionally boyish. You know, and you don't need necessarily put a label on it. Uh, you can't anyway. Um, not anyway. Um, but it's crazy just how, I mean, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know what supposed gender someone is unless they actually try and, you know, like you wouldn't even know. You can, you know, from that age, you know, you just, uh, however they want to be, you know what I mean? And she had a message to the bullies because obviously she didn't dress traditionally. She didn't have a traditional haircut. And the bullies to be kicking her and fucking calling her names. And I, again, was whimpering. Like a, I just wrote crying old man. Oh yeah, there was a, an old man crying in the crowd. Oh yeah, sorry. So I gave I gave Sophia five stars and I gave this segment six stars because I also saw a crying old man. Um, someone you might think traditionally might be like, hey Sophia, you know, why don't you then why don't you then fucking dress how they tell you to dress and be you know quote unquote normal. You know, he looked like a very old man and he was crying. You know, I tell you, Ireland, the most progressive place, well, a very super progressive place. You know, we had the referendums show it, and then we've got the Late Late Show backing it up. Um, 
what was I saying? Anyway, Sophia, the best thing about Sophia's message was uh, she was like, she was like, oh, you know, sometimes you're different, blah, 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 blah. But then she was like, oh, and one more thing. If I'm the weirdo, I'm on the fucking Late Late Toy Show. What are you doing crying into your fucking milk at home, you clim? And then she did a dab. I remember. I don't know if she did all that. Next up, we had Lee and his sister. It was a good reuniting video. Uh, it was a good re- 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 uh, reun- reuniting. Reunation. Anyway, uh, basically, Lee, his sister was away, and then she came back on, and then the fucking family bum-rushed the, the, the stage. Um, security were not playing a very good game that night. Um, anyway, it was a good segment. Uh, didn't really kick me in the feels, so I gave it uh, three stars. Um, sorry if I'm steamrolling through all these. Um, I think the coffee, excuse me, has just kicked in. Oh, and we're almost we're almost coming to an end. Um, we had Finn, um, who was uh, a lovely little chap, um, quite a nerdy guy, uh, which I thought was great. I thought it was you know cool little kid with glasses actually did look a lot like oh you know like finn from force awakens i wonder if he loves that i wonder if he wears merchandise be like hey i'm finn he's finn it's just a shame that this finn not the one that the late late toy show but the the finn from the star wars films is essentially a pointless character they just didn't know what to do with him in um in the last jedi hopefully know what to do with him but he's really got no arc you know, Finn should have PTSD. He should be a proper, you know, he's been through the spoils of war. Um, uh, he's been on the battlefield. He should have some sort of PTSD. Anyway, uh, this Finn, nice segue, may be coming away, the Late Late Show Finn, uh, with a bit of PTSD himself. Because Ryan fucking sparked him out with a bit of, with a bit of fake snow. Like, fucked it at his face. Like, just, like, could get done. So watch this space. Uh, this kid was forced to eat the snow, which we don't even know what in, was in this stuff. It looked like a chemical compound. Um, it didn't look nice at all. Um, and uh, I gave the segment four, four stars because the kid was great crack. Didn't mind a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a prank from Ryan. Um, but Ryan, you want to fucking watch yourself. Um Next up, we had Ella, the boxer. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Um, now, Ella didn't have... Ella wasn't, like, you know, overly... She didn't She didn't turn it on. Well, she's not like she fucking turns it on or whatever, you know, like Sophie or whatever. But it didn't... There was no switch, like, when Sophie found out she was going to London. She was like... Ah. Ella was, you know, a bit cooler, a bit more composed. She is a boxer at the end of the day. Uh, but then when Katie Taylor came out... And then she still couldn't, she couldn't believe it. And it's just, how amazing is it? You know what I mean? Like, this is the thing. I don't know how funny this is because I had every intention of just going, slagging all these kids. I mean, yes, I did call one of them, Cahill from Matt and Rye, a big shouty cunt. And yeah, I did say that the singing boy wasn't as good as the best boy, Tom, you know? You know, anyway, but um, this is what it's all about, and this is another thing. And I don't know what's what, what what's hitting me in the field so much, but when Ella then started practicing with Katie Taylor, and she was fucking giving it her all, she was like, "This is my hero here." And now she's holding pads, and she's fucking bare knuckle as well. And she was hitting those pads. I started crying. I started crying because she was clearly like, "I'll fucking work. I am. I, you know, I might be an Olympic champion." I love you, Katie, and I want to prove to you now how much you mean to me and this nation. 
So great job, Katie. Now, there probably was more of the fucking Late Late Toy Show, but I didn't see it because the RTE player... Oh, my God. The show's two hours long. Took me fucking four hours to watch. I watched... I saw this thing pop up ads one of five about 60 fucking times because it crashed. Honestly, I was trying to watch it on my phone. I had multiple. I had tried to watch it on my laptop, um, I, on the, the Chromecast. I mean, I had it going fucking everywhere just so I could try and watch it. And then at the end of the day, it just cut off after two hours. So there, was, there probably was more, but I didn't fucking see it. So... I don't know what happened. So I'd love to give you a nice little recap of the whole thing. But I didn't get to fucking see it. The RTE player, honestly, like those unskippable ads, I hope those those people are paying like fucking two million a fucking ad. Unskippable 30-second ads. Are you joking me? There's got to be some sort of European law against that. Now, I don't want to lay it in too thick because, you know, I wouldn't mind maybe having, having, a, having a show on the RTE player, you know, maybe in the future, maybe... Hey, maybe sooner than you think, but um, it was a very poor, bad experience, and I can't act like I had a good time trying to watch the show. But what I will say is, guys, uh, I was and girls, and those who don't assign gender, like Sophia, maybe, maybe she does, maybe they do. Um, it was a great show, and um, you know, maybe not as much scaldy kind of performances there was a good Elton John performance as well Elton John Freddie Mercury one but I like stuff like Old Town Road where you're throwing every fucking community youth and dance center and that's another thing I was thinking speech and drama kids the kind of kids who go on the late late show um it's it's a type you know it's a scary type I think if I have kids I, I I'd be quite I'd, I, I I would I'm I may dissuade them from from the old speech and drama because obviously not at that age when everyone's kind of showing off but they do start to get active with each other at a very young age you know um and there's 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 levels of fucking you know guru fucking star power in that that's i think some people i've seen from doing a bit of speech and drama growing up that you know people can take advantage of so i would just say be wary anyone any child listening to this who thinks they want to get into speech and drama I'm just saying you know um and all the speech and drama parties I went to when I was eighteen were fucking they were fuck fests, I'm not gonna lie. They were fucking it was like a Stanley Kubrick fucking Fidelio job. Um so, you know you know, but there's you know, there's 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 you know you know <laughs> So guys, I hope you enjoyed um, my recap of the late late um, the late late toy show. Um, um, if you if you enjoyed this format, if you'd like to hear more of these breakdowns of things, um, I'm open to do more of them. You know, um, I'm open just to fill the ear holes off of you so that you can listen to me. You can look at my little silly videos when you're on the toilet, and may I never leave your brains. May I never leave your brains. Um, so I hope you enjoyed um, this kind of more, you know, long form style of thing. If you do, if you like it, you know, fucking blow me up. Blow me up in the comments, however you're seeing this. If you can, if you're on this on sound, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. 
guys thanks very much for listening and i'll see you next week bye bye Oi, Tom Kinn.